and welcome to another sassy edition of Sassy Nation on this wonderful Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. So, I just want to shout out to like you know, Jets fans and Panther fans from last night's Bears-Steelers game. Okay, did you all see the play the offensive line made on the tying touchdown by Fields? Did you see how they blocked so he can run out of the pocket to throw that tying touchdown pass? That's how the offensive line needs to play every single game. But the Jets' O-line doesn't do that, and neither does the Panthers. You can't expect your quarterback to have success if the offensive line is not doing their job. Every freaking play. Not just when they fucking feel like it. And I'm tired of hearing, well, we need to give our defense rest. No. Okay. First and foremost, the offense and the defense need to play at the high level the whole entire game. Okay, they'll, they'll rest when the game is over. Okay, like those are excuses that I constantly keep saying. Um, so we'll get into the Panthers a little bit later. Um, I'll tackle the Jets first. First and foremost, I will tackle the Jets. Okay, so if you're not on Twitter and you didn't see my lovely little shout out video to Gotham City Crew, Um, It's on there. I pinned it to the top of the profile, so it's just easy for you guys to all find it. Um, Because, um, so yeah, yesterday I was on one of my Instagram profiles, uh, my cheerleading cheerleading profile, actually. And what popped up on the timeline on my feed was the video of Robbie Anderson acting like a fucking 10-year-old yelling on the sideline, embarrassing Sam. Because that's basically what it was. Okay. So I got into Little Panthers and Jets at the same time. Um, so ever since Robbie Anderson got paid his extension, all he's been doing is yelling on the sideline. And then complaining that he's not getting the ball. Well, maybe Robbie, if you fucking caught the ball when it was thrown to you, or you actually look like you were going to try your best to get to the ball and catch it and not drop it and put a little bit of effort, maybe they throw you more passes and have more targets. Okay, um, and then somebody on Twitter posts that we should have oh, all this, you know, you say what you want about Robbie, but you know, like, you know, he want he hates losing. You think Sam Donald hates losing? You hate, you think all the players on the Panthers hate losing and all the people on the Jets hate losing and every team hates losing? Please stop it. That doesn't give him the right to look, to, go, to do what he just did. First of all, he looked like a fucking 10-year-old having a fucking tantrum on the sideline. That's what he looked like. That's exactly what he looked like. That stuff should be kept until you get into the locker room with closed doors, and then you yell behind closed doors where nobody can see it and video it. Purposely going out of your way to embarrass your quarterback, that... In the beginning of the year, you were so excited to have him back because you had so much chemistry. And you saw a new aura in him. He has a, he has a new shining light. Remember that, Robbie? I do. Yes, you have a new aura too, and I don't like it. 
And by the way, why did you delete everything on your Instagram account? And then you have this one stupid picture on there. Because you know why? Because he doesn't give a shit about football anymore. He cares about, about his brand. See, when athletes start deleting shit on social media, and then they have like this quote-unquote new look put out there, they're trying to attract people to use them you know, as ambassadors, as sponsors, to get money for their brand. It's all about their branding. In the middle of the season, that's what he does. And he's more concerned about his tweets than playing football. Um, and, I mean, it's obvious. How, and then his press conference, though, was pretty good, I have to say. He did keep things very short. But to the, I think, I don't know which Panthers Instagram it was. Panthers Ranter? Panthers Nation? Some sort of Panther thing. I don't know. Where they posted the video of him yelling at Sam and then pretended to put, like, the cat, you know, what he was saying underneath it. When he didn't, when he actually said in the press conference, okay, that he didn't remember what exactly he was saying to Sam, except the fact that he remembers he told him to stay tight or get tight. Something along those lines. So people, of course, on social media making shit up. Good job. But anyhow, so like, yes, like, like I was saying, I saw this stupid video on there because all Jets fans today are very excited. They're going to get the confetti to throw the confetti out for all the fucking draft picks they're going to get. Because, oh yes, the Jets know how to fucking draft. They don't know a monkey wrench from monkey's ass. But yet they're so excited to draft players. Because, yes, drafting all of these rookies and having rookies and sophomore players on this team has really made this team become a winning team with no veteran leadership. Luckily, now they have Flacco on that, on that team. He's got leadership skills. But then again, why did they get Flacco if he's just going to stand on the sideline and, and hold the clipboard? I mean, technically, if White's not ready and Zach's not ready for the game on Sunday, Flacco should be playing that game on Sunday. But anyhow. So, yeah, so he posted the picture, the video, and then, like, was so excited about, you know, draft picks and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. So, I called him out on it. I called him out. I think I said, shame on you for posting this shit. Shame on you for posting this shit. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting behavior. That's basically what I was posting. And it's also disgusting that everybody is making fun of Sam. Oh, yeah. Kick a man while he's down. Great job, all. Great job. Great job. And especially Connor Hughes on Twitter. Fuck you. You never liked Sam in the first place anyway. Don't worry. Karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. That's all I have to say. You know, karma will get you. I have nothing to worry about because karma always comes back around. What goes around comes around. I totally believe in that. So, yes, I called him out. And then he gets all upset that I called him out. All upset. He got his panties in a bunch, people, that I called him out. 
And then he does what this is what's called gaslighting. See, this is what he did. He tried gaslighting is when they try to convince you there's a problem with you and that you're crazy. When they're just covering up the fact that you hit a nerve. That they're the problem. You know, that's what gaslighting is in, in short terms. If you want to read what gaslighting is for relationships, you can get my book, Relationship Impossible, but that's a different story. <laughs> but then my, my favorite thing in the whole entire tr um, thread was when he goes, you're stalking and you're annoying. Um, honey, I'm not the one stalking, you are. Um, you <laughs> and he puts a comment that he goes, oh, you've posted a lot of... Um, video rants lately. You're the one who's trolling me watching all of my fucking videos. I don't give a shit about your page. I haven't even been on it all this season. I have maybe liked a few of your pictures that you've posted because they were nice pictures, but I haven't said shit to you all year. Honey, <laughs> you're the one who's angry, and it's definitely, it's definitely, it's concerning to me that you get upset at the fact that I'm supportive of Sam Donald. And I don't want to keep hearing that you're loyal to the green and white. No, no. You're loyal, and, and this goes for about 90% of Jets fans. Maybe 85. I'll cut some slack. 85% of Jets fans. You're not loyal. You're loyal to the green and white? Yeah. You're loyal to the colors, green and white. You're not loyal to the players who wear green and white. And you're proving that right now by saying, Mike White needs to get a chance. They owe it to the fans. I'm buying a Mike White jersey. Oh, he's our next Tom Brady. Oh, we need to give him a shot. Oh, let's trade Zach. He sucks. Oh, Zach Darnold. Oh, Zach Darnold. Zach Wilson is not. Our, our quarterback. Well, that's what you said about Sam, too. Sam's not our quarterback. But at least she gave Sam two years. Here, with Zach Wilson, he had six fucking games. Remember how you all crowned him before, before he even threw an NFL pass? You all had standing ovations for him. Everywhere he went, oh, he was veered. Oh, God. He was veered to God. The next coming of Namath. Oh, he, he looks similar to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we, we hit the jackpot with him. And now, when the tables are turned, and, every, and he's on a down, down slide, and he's on a downer, and he needs people to help him, support him, and raise him up, you will throw him in the trash. And now, you all are on the, on the bandwagon for Mike White. That's, that's how Jets fans are, in a nutshell. Jets fans suck. Let's be real. They suck because they never support the people that play for them, ever, unless they do something good. When they have the hot hand, oh, they're the first ones there online. First ones there online. But when that hot hand turns into a cold hand, oh, no, oh, they give up. They give up. They tell them they're trash. They got to get traded. We got to dra draft a new quarterback. And guess what they're doing now? Same thing. And now I'm literally supporting Zach Wilson. I never thought in a million years that I'd say that. But yeah, I support you, Zach. I will support you. This, this fan base is fickle. So 
you know, get used to it. But like I said in my video on Twitter, I'll say it again. Maybe you all should think about how the offensive coordinator, he created all this, all this creativity, all these creative plays for Mike White. Even Johnson got some creative plays. How come he hasn't done that shit with Zach? Why is he making Zach Wilson think that he needs to have a big play each and every single drive with his arm? Why can't they just do and play simple football? And notice like how much more Carter's been running and Ty Johnson's been running and how they've been using the running game with Mike White and Johnson. They never did that shit with Zach. So maybe that's where the question should lie with you all. But see, you don't understand football, nor do you want to understand it. You just root when your team is doing good, and then you go, oh, let's have a pity party. I'm a Jets fan. Pity party. Pity train. I'm sorry to derail your pity train. But like the gig is up. I see right through all of you. See, you show your character. You're not showing mine. By putting, by putting hate towards me. Oh, honey, I don't care. You can hate me all you want. You can call me crazy. You can call me a bitch. Actually, I feed off that shit. So keep going. Keep staying mad. Keep staying mad. I feed off that shit. I embrace that. I'm not afraid of it. And I never will be manipulated by it either. And see, that's one thing that people, especially men, can't stand, is when a woman can never be manipulated into believing something else. See, that's why I tell you all, all the time. That's why, you know, NFL players only want to date, you know, um, porn stars, you know, porn type stars, wannabes, because they're going to put up with their bullshit. They want it easy. Easy peasy. And what did you all think? That when you gaslight me, and when you throw hate on me, I'm going to go, oh my God, I give up. Oh sure, I hate Sam Donald. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Oh, I'm not going to move for him anymore. What do you think? That's going to change my mind? <laughs> no. I'm as loyal as fuck. Uh, that could be a, that's a strength of mine, but that could also be a weakness. Depending on what I'm loyal to. You know, and do you not think I don't want the Jets to do good? No, I want the Jets to succeed. I want the Giants to do well, too, by the way. It's New York. You know, I'm a sucker. <laughs> I'm a sucker for New York sports. Except the Islanders. They suck. And the Nets. Can't stand them. Um, the Devils, I don't even care about the Devils, either. But uh, anyhow. Um, no. I will support Sam Darnold no matter what the fuck he does. Whether he gives up football, whether he, if he, even he walked away today and he said at a press conference, he said, you know what, I'm just going to walk away from football for a while. My mental health is important to me. And he walked away. I would be so supportive of that. If he decided to go back to school and do something else or he wants to open up his own business, I'd be supportive. I'd be the first online. Because that's how loyal I am. And nothing anybody says or does ever changes that. The only one that can change that is himself, basically. You know, if he did something that was, like, you know, 
out there. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Out there. If you read my relationship impossible book, you know what I mean by that. Um, but he's not that guy. He's not a bad. He has the best character, the best attitude. He makes himself very attractive by the way he carries himself. And I mean, look at that. He should not have started the game on Sunday. What the fuck were the coaches, coaches thinking? What the fuck were you thinking, Matt and Joe? What were you thinking? He just got off concussion protocol. Do you not understand how serious a concussion is? Even if he passed protocol, he should still have sat. I have athletes, student athletes, that have gotten concussions. And even when they got off protocol, I still sat them that week. I said, nope, you're not, you're not cheering. Nope, you're not playing. Nope, nope, we're not doing But I'm okay, I don't care. It's always better to be safe than sorry. And not only that, but he told, he has, an, he has a shoulder injury. His throwing arm, mind you. So, you did more damage than good by starting him on Sunday. You had Walker take all the reps in practice. You had Walker ready to go. And then you go, oh no, Sam's going. Why, because he warmed up, right? I just think that was just the stupidest move you ever made. Right now, this season, that's the stupidest shit you've done. Forget the play calling, how bad it is. Forget the O-line, how sometimes they don't perform well. Forget the wide receivers that drop balls. Forget about that. The coaches fucked up. And you know what? Sam should sit this week. He should sit the next two weeks. Because then you have the bye week right after Thanksgiving. Is that after Thanksgiving game is the bye week. I think they have it week 13. Then he gets three weeks off to heal, to get better, to get better me mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And he's getting ready to go out there and perform on his best level, which was the first three games. Because, you know, the offensive coordinator doesn't know what to do when Christian McCaffrey's not playing, which is always the wrong approach by any, any offensive coordinator. If all your plays are, are, are made around one elite player, and then a elite player goes down. Oh, God, Christian McCaffrey's a delicate man, honey. I wouldn't even want to touch him. He'd probably get hurt if, if you even poked him. That's how delicate he is. Him and J.J. Watt should exchange notes. Because they're hurt every fucking year. Every year they're hurt. But, like, you know, seriously. You can't have, and then you couldn't really do anything really special with Sam on Sunday because he had a concussion. What do you want him to do? Get a helmet to helmet as he's sliding into, you know, sliding for a first down or running? About? I'm like, my God. And can we stop with the ghost comments? Seriously, just shut the fuck up. Every quarterback sees ghosts. It was said when that was said. It's like the Jets butt fumble with Mark Sanchez. Can we just let it go? People, let it go. It's over. It's done. It's been, it's been said 5,000 times. I'm so sick of hearing about it. Even on Fox um, Football on NFL Sunday, you know, before the intermission, I think, of the Giants game, and Mark was standing there, and they, they still make fun of it with him standing there. 
But I'll say this about Mark Sanchez right now, that too. Where the fuck are you defending Sam? I don't see anything of you. You, oh, I grew up with him. We're friends. Yes, you remember you threw him under the bus before we got traded. He got traded. I haven't heard boo from you. Where are you? Um, he's nowhere to be found right now. So maybe the butt fumble comment's kind of appropriate then, huh? Because you're butt fumbling right now. But seriously. Seriously. It's like enough. Enough already. I I'm so sick and tired of it. So, in, in review here, let's just review all the th stuff that I've said. Yes, I will defend Sam online because he gets a bad rap for things that are not in his control. A, it's just like Baker Mayfield, basically, with Odell Beckham. Like, do you not realize that the offensive coordinator is controlling the play, creating the play, and telling him to then do the play? Um, if he doesn't see anything down the field, what's he supposed to do then? See, here's the thing. Then he tries to make something happen. Something bad happens, and you're all like, oh, why do you throw that? And then, when he doesn't throw it and he gets sacked, you all complain, oh, he should have thrown the ball away. Oh, he should have tried to make something happen. You can't have it both ways. And maybe Robbie would get the ball more. Like, he goes, oh, I was, uh, like, the reporter goes on the presser on Sunday. Oh, you were open, and Sam didn't throw you the ball. Wonder why that is. Go ask Adele Beckham why he didn't get the ball either when he was open. Maybe Sam doesn't trust him anymore. Maybe Joe Brady doesn't trust him either. Because he's dropped how many fucking passes? Why would a quarterback keep throwing to a guy who keeps dropping passes? No, but this is, this is the thing that fans don't see. The, all they see is the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. I'm going to tell you again. Oh, let's review. Because I'm like, I feel like I have to say this like 50 bazillion times. And I'm getting tired of having to repeat myself. Ay ay ay. First and foremost, the greatest misconception, okay, in all of sports, is that the quarterback is the most important member of a football team. The offensive line of a team is more important than a quarterback simply because the quarterback can set a team for an above-average offensive line. That's where it starts. Without such an offensive line, it literally is impossible for any quarterback, regardless of talent, to gain even moderate success. Do you want me to continue to tell you the reason? I mean, my God, have mercy. Oh, my timer's giving off. Yeah, I try to time myself talking, but, you know, whatever. Um, so I'll just finish this thought. Here's the reason. Okay, why the offensive line is so important in football, more important than the quarterback. On average, a quarterback needs approximately 4.5 seconds to complete a pass. For deeper passes or more complicated routes or routes, however you want to say that word, a quarterback may need even more time releasing the ball. However, without an efficient offensive line, the quarterback will begin to be pressured with as little as 1.5 seconds. 
no quarterback can ever succeed under such conditions. So for all of you geniuses out there on Jets Nation and Panthers Nation who keep saying, you know, now we need, uh, you know, the quarterback's the problem. No, it's not. And, and to the Panthers fan who tells me, well, we're not like the Jaguars in re rebuild mode. Uh, yeah, you are. If you weren't in rebuild mode, you would have kept Teddy, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have kept your quarterback from last season if you weren't in rebuild mode? Just think about that. I mean, come on. And for all Jets fans, one last little, one last little thing. You all cried that you needed Wilson. You got Wilson. He's a rookie. He's going to have ups and downs. You should be supporting the shit out of him. But just because White comes in and has an historic game, you drop him like his yesterday's news. You guys need to stop doing that shit. Support the quarterback, especially the quarterback you wanted. And I kind of find it ironic that the head coach, when, when presented in the press conference last week, and asked, who's your starting quarterback going forward? Is it Wilson? Blah, blah, blah. And he said, I don't want to talk hypotheticals. No, you the, you're the fucker who wanted Wilson. Okay? You should be supporting the quarterback that you wanted to draft. Okay? You wanted him. Joe Douglas wanted him. The Johnsons wanted him. You wanted him. You got him. Now help him and support him. He's the quarterback for your franchise, not Mike White. Mike White makes a great backup. And now you know you have a good backup. Support Zach Wilson. And uh, that concludes the show. All the fantasy football stuff, by the way, for week 10 will be in the subscription. So all the wire, um, all the guys on the wire, guys you should pick, guys you should drop, guys you should add, blah, 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 all the stats and stuff. I will do that with the paid version. Now, tomorrow, usually I do the Sassy Show, which I present, which is presented by Welcome World Radio, and which I do live streaming and on Facebook, but I am not going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> so, it's not going to happen this week, folks. I have way too much going on. It's competition week for my girls, so I'm in cheer mode. And I have, I'm also getting a new assistant coach this week. So, I need to have meetings. Um, and that's basically a wrap. But I will be here Friday. So, I will do two versions on Friday. I will do an itty-bitty version of the recordings of Fangirl Hashtag Sarcasm. And I will do the paid version. The paid version is going to be the best version, by the way. Uh, just, so, just so you know. But have a great afternoon. And I will talk to you all later. Bye.